thank you so much for tuning into She's Authentic podcast. Today on our series, Bold Bible Women, we'll be looking at Ruth. If you haven't done so already, I would recommend going on pursuingauthentic.co.uk to see the article about Ruth and also to go on our Facebook page, She Is Authentic, and you will find there a live video summarizing what this month is about. On this series, I will be talking about how Ruth's decisions and consistency brought about redemption and how they impacted her circles. It's quite interesting looking through the whole book of Ruth and I see how this lady who came from Moab became something so much greater. We see her at the end of it becoming the mother or let's say great-grandmother of David, King David that is. So let me go back to the beginning and I'm sure maybe you will see this so many times, but if you haven't, Naomi has lost everything. She's lost her husband. She has lost her sons and she is left now with nothing and two daughters-in-law who are willing to go to Bethlehem with her. And she's like, you know what, girls, just stay. One of them says, no, I'll come with you. And then she says, no, go. She goes, okay, then bye. Whereas the other one, who is Ruth, who is the important person in the story, says, I'm not going to go anywhere. Wherever you go, I'll go. Because really, it's been 10 years. And we have built a relationship. You're my mother. Why should I go? I will also die with you. I will be a believer in your God. So she makes this decision to go to this land where life is probably might even be worse than what she can imagine because there's a great hostility between Moabites and people from Bethlehem or Israelites or Jews to be exact. So she goes to this place it doesn't really specify how everybody treated her but there is a likely distinction between her and everyone else because as we read in they always describe her as the Moabitess nobody does not go or Ruth Naomi's um person or just Ruth she just they go Ruth the Moabitess who is staying with Naomi so they get back and Naomi is like, nothing is working well for me. Um, God has been bitter to me, so call me bitterness. And fast forward, Ruth decides that, you know what, we need to work. But I know that you can't work, so I'll go out to the field and go get us some food because I want you to eat. So she goes and works and in that work, she finds favor. Well, some man is looking at her and notices her. I personally don't know if he really noticed her because 
of her looks or because of what she was doing I don't know but what I do know that as she was working he was wondering who is that girl and she ends up noticing him too because he starts being so kind to her and saying give her this give her that make her feel like she's worked but don't make her know that it's me who's giving her make sure that you give her the best possible treatment ever so she goes back home and she tells her mother in law to be like this man is nice to me and is caring so she says hmm you know what girl you need to go to this man you won't be you know young forever you need to get yourself sorted you need to be redeemed and at this point she goes to him and he is telling her that why have you come to me there is so much more younger people kind of symbolizing that Boaz is obviously much older but she follows instructions which is another thing that is amazing about Ruth Naomi tells her what to do tells her to go to the place where he is threshing wheat and says lie down at his feet look nice dress nice make him see you and think wow and just lay there and her by doing that obviously gets him the attention and I guess my learning from this is that sometimes it's okay to look nice if you want to grab some person's attention so you're not doing it in terms to say that okay I want to grab their attention but according to this passage in some scenarios it's okay to do that but then he also calls a virtuous woman and he says he doesn't want to compromise her so he asks her to lie down at his feet but to leave early morning so that nobody has anything to say about her so she leaves early morning and before that though he says unfortunately there is somebody else that is more in line to marry you than I am but don't worry I'll sort it so you know Boaz the sorter decides that he is going to go speak to this guy and says hey get this land and he's like yeah sure I'll get this land he says yeah but um just know that the land comes with a woman and perhaps even the mother-in-law and he's like mm, no I don't want that so then Boaz wins because Boaz really wanted Ruth and we can see that there is that pursuing on Boaz's side Boaz has made that decision to marry her but then in all of this Ruth's one decision that she made that one thing she did brought her to a place of change a place where a story was changed where she changed the narrative for Naomi where Naomi felt like she had nothing but at the end of all of this Naomi had everything she could have hoped for she had a reputation restored people were saying praise be to God for Naomi at the end of the book people were blessing Ruth and this I believe that if Ruth hadn't come, I'm sure Naomi would have had a different story because she'd have been in a bitter state. But there was joy brought back. There was joy brought back to this. Her consistency for working hard, her consistency for doing the right thing 
made her have titles of virtue, of hardworking, made her get noticed, made her get prayers from elders in the land. And I feel that even for for ourselves, we can learn from that as women to be consistent if we find ourselves in a position where we don't know what to do or what to say to go back to God to say God help me to do this and once you get that revelation to be firm about it and to do it so if you are either on the Ruth side where you feel like you need to help somebody help them go out of your way and help them go to Bethlehem with them be everything that you need to be go the whole way or if you're Naomi and you have lost everything know that God will bring you a Ruth to help you out to come out of your season of bitterness this is not the end so I really really liked looking at this passage and looking at this book because it just kind of shows me that there is always a second chance at life and God always gives us a second chance at life so I hope that as you're listening to this I know that this is longer than our usual but I hope that you found encouragement and I hope that you know that it is not the end that regardless of how your decisions may have been before there is always a new day to start again. Father God, I thank you so much for every person that listened to this podcast today. I thank you, Father, for their life. And I thank you, God, because they are here because of you. They might not be feeling that love. They might not be feeling you. But I pray, Lord, that you will let them know that there is a second chance. I pray that if they feel like they have lost everything, may you bring them someone like Ruth to bring them back to where they're supposed to be, to have that restoration in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast for notes please go to pursuingauthentic.co.uk please share this podcast to your friends and everyone around you and see you again next week as we look at Esther have a lovely weekend